0: What's going on, fellas? Rob Carbone. You're listening to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis than by tuning into this podcast right here, right now. Let's go. going on, guys? Rob Carbone coming at you with episode 51 of BD4. No better way. Um, probably going to be a really short podcast episode tonight of BD4 just because of the fact that we're going to be sitting here talking about the same old shit. Knicks lose, Knicks lose again, right? Um, this time it was different, I guess. You know, they're the first two games under Mike Miller. So this was their first couple... After the firing of David Fizdell. First and foremost. I gotta kill the narrative. That's probably going to be coming out soon. Within the next couple of days. If they continue to lose. Um, I, I hope that narrative doesn't start to come out that. Oh it wasn't the coach after all. No it was definitely Fiz- Fizdell. <laughs> okay. Um, again it's one of those things. Where if you don't watch every. You know, every minute of every Knicks game, shut the hell up. All right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the Knicks have lost both games under Miller. And it's all negative right now in New York and Manhattan. But at least you can see the change in coaching. You can see that the Knicks at least play with, you know, within some kind of system now. Right under Fisdale, it was a total free for all. Under Miller, they're losing, yes. It's been pathetic, yes. But at least they're running more pick and roll. You know, And when you think about the size of their roster, all these bigs they have, that's what they should be doing. All these rim-running rollers, right? These screeners, they're using the pick and roll way more often as they should now. Because remember, this is a team who are, I think, top five in, top six, they're sixth in points per possession um, with their roll men. But they're only 23rd in frequency. So they need needed to be doing it more under Fizdale. And now it seems like Miller's at least running the pick and roll way more often. And he's also, you know, not only are the guys moving off the ball, but they're moving the ball around too. And they're playing with a defensive scheme that we've never seen Fizdale do. The Knicks are now playing drop coverage on pick and roll defensively. They're not just switching and rotating on every single screen. But, you know, they are playing more of a drop coverage where the wing or guard defender would, he'll fight over the screen and the big will drop back, wait for the play to develop, and then get on the man. It's It, it kind of hurts the Knicks tonight though, but it's going to take time to adjust to that. But yeah, it did hurt tonight because when it's the second game of trying this different defensive scheme out and you're facing a good shooting team like Portland, it's going to give you trouble. And Portland kind of abused that tonight. They had too much space because the Knicks were trying to fight over that screen. And Leeler drained eight threes. The Portland Trailblazers as a team had 17 three-pointers made on the Knicks at a 41% clip. And on the other hand, if you're going to allow 17, you got to be making them your own self. But the Knicks, despite launching up 38 attempts from downtown, hit just seven, equaling a 18% rate. Um, So, yes, it was nice to see a different kind of Knicks team. They have a system now. That's nice. So that right there tells you, yes, coaching was a big issue. But in terms of the Knicks improving, the Knicks actually showing some kind of, you know, life and winning some games. We, we haven't got that yet, folks. We're 4-20. and 20. Um, is, is it ever going to get that way? I don't know, man. Because, this, again, it wasn't just coaching. This roster still isn't good. We don't have any shooters. There's nobody on this team I trust shooting a three consistently other than Marcus Morris, who won't even be here, you know, in a month or so. <laughs> so, it's bad. We don't have anybody. Dennis Smith Jr. forgot how to play basketball. Um... Frank Nelokina, he's no lotto pick. Um, Alfred Payton, a nice backup. Uh, We don't have anybody on this team who could shoot the ball. Kevin Knox, a good week to start the season, and he's been putrid since. RJ Barrett, what the hell happened to his shooting? You know, you can go up and down the list. The Knicks don't have shooters. Damian Dotson, inconsistent all year. They don't have shooters. And the Blazers recognize that. And the entire second half, they were sagging off the Knicks. They're pretty much disrespecting them and, you know, asking them to shoot more. And the Knicks Knicks missed. (laughs) So, that's what happens when you play a good team and you're a bad team. You're going to get obliterated, you know, by a score that they did tonight. Um... So, yeah, it's good that overall we're seeing more pick and roll. We're seeing more ball movement. We actually saw a couple of Frankie Laquina, Kevin Knox post-ups these last couple of games. More three-point attempts launched up there. That's fun. The drop coverage and all. But we also have to start winning games. And if we're going to start winning games, I think it's time we, for one, limit Julius Randle's minutes. Because while he stopped taking the ball up court every possession he's still dribbling a little too much he's still going into isolation mode too much so his minutes are going to need to be cut down like they were tonight 26 minutes tonight but I don't think that's anything to do with wanting to cut down his minutes as much as it was probably just sitting him in the second half because the Knicks were getting blown out. Um send Dennis Smith Jr. to the G League and let Peyton play the backup point guard role. Give him you know, 50-50 split with Frank. Because I think Peyton has been good for this team. He's a good orchestrator. Runs a good point guard. Plays well in pick and roll. Has a nice drive and kick game. Kind of a mini Rondo out there. An aggressive pass first. Get your teammates involved point guard. That I think plays good defense. He can help this team. So less minutes for Randall. I would send Smith to the G, to the G League. And get Portis the hell off this team. And get him on the bench right now. Because I'm tired of watching him just chuck up shots when he's in you know, in the post. He'll just throw up that stupid hook shot. Lucky if it goes in. And then when he's on the perimeter, that stupid ugly looking form, he'll launch up a three. Get him out of there. And get Alonzo Trier back into this rotation consistently. And when I say back into the rotation, I don't just mean play him 13, 14 minutes in garbage time like he did tonight. He scored 13 points in 14 minutes tonight. Um, Listen, Trier can ball. So if you're going to have guys like Randall, Jr., and Portis out there who don't play defense, at least have somebody like Trier who can play offense. Because you're not getting any consistency from either of those three. You're getting inefficient offense and porous defense. At least from Trier, you're getting poor defense, but you're getting great offense. He's a good scorer. And he's part of your future, unlike the three of those bums. So I would consider playing Trier more as a regular. I would consider playing Peyton as a backup to Frank, as opposed to having Smith Jr. come in with the second unit. That's one of the things I would like to see Miller do soon enough. And when I mean soon enough, I mean you know, tomorrow. Let's go already. But um Yeah, like I said, that's pretty much it. Tonight it was just shooting, lack of shooting, lack of boxing out, so many long rebounds from Portland, a lot of offensive rebounds in that first half. Um and just Lillard, Lillard went off. The Knicks didn't make adjustments. Should have double teamed him. Done something. Didn't. Couldn't fight over the screens in time to get him you know, to contest his shots. He was hitting some impossible shots tonight. But that's it, man. The state of the Knicks has been what the state of the Knicks has been all season. It's, It's looking grim. It's not good. Sure, we have some kind of system now. But it's time to start showing results. And if you're not going to show results, then... I want to start hearing some rumors about selling heavy off the deadline here. Because this is hard to watch. Um, What's going to be easy to watch is the Yankees next year. And we're going to be talking about the Yankees within the next couple of days. I've taken a big long break from them because I've been depressed ever since that big Game 6 loss at Houston. Where, well, we know what happened. But, um... We got good news tonight. We got good news. Garrett Cole's coming to the Bronx for nine years, 200 and uh, 300 and something million. Jesus Christ. But um, that's good news. And I'm going to have a BD4 episode on that sometime between tomorrow night and the end of the weekend. I don't know exactly the date, but I will let you guys know soon. But it's going to be fun. We're going to talk about Garrett Cole for an episode. It'll be, you know, I haven't done a Yankee episode in forever. I haven't wrote about the Yankees in forever. I haven't talked about the Yankees in forever. So, it'll be nice to get something back up. I could have a guest. I'm not sure yet. But, like I said, I'll let you guys know um, sometime between now and the weekend I'll have an episode out. Too. So, thanks guys so much. That'll be it for tonight's episode. Rob Carbone, BD4, episode 51, signing out. Ciao.